This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Tell me how you really feel. Tell me how you really feel. I would ask you what's the deal. But you don't even got a deal. Most niggas with a deal. Couldn't make a greatest hits. Y'all a whole lot of things. But you still ain't this. I don't know no one that can tell me what to do. Heard you never claim the hood. Heard the hood claim you. They gon' think I won a Grammy. They gon' think I won a Grammy. Me and Jay winning Grammys. Niggas can't tell me what to do, dog. Hey, that's one of Drake's better songs and the only good song on that whole fucking album, dog. Views was trash. I just want niggas to know that. Anyway, uh, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This Week in Culture, episode 24. I am your host, Ant Wood, a.k.a. Trinidad Ant, a.k.a. Young... uh, Trying to think somebody who been missing because niggas been coming at us like we've been gone. Where's for Wallace? Nigga, <laughs> young Wallace, bro. And I got my dog in the building with me, Jay Johnson. What up? What's poppin'? It's your man, Jay Johnson, uh, one half Shop Talk Podcast, aka I'm not watching your fucking award show. Hey, and Jay ain't gonna watch. I don't watch award shows ever, nigga. Last award show I watched was uh probably like the first or second BT hip hop awards when they I'm were still doing the cipher. I still watch East Coast ain't got no love for Snoop Dogg and Dr. Drake. <laughs> this nigga watching the fucking <laughs> <laughs> Source Awards 93 out this bitch. Oh. Um, but shit, man, we back, dog. We just came here to kick a little shit with y'all, man. We so, tried uh, to slide without an episode. Hey, week. no, and niggas and wasn't niggas, happy. Niggas do, <laughs> yo, niggas do threats and shit. Yo, dog. you know what I hate <laughs> when I go to my fucking DM thinking like, I don't know, it might be some action or some shit, and it's a threat. <laughs> I had mad threats in the DM. Them. Niggas was like, yo, so like, we the slid under the radar like a month. Yeah, yeah, we just go. Yeah, niggas was cruising. <laughs> I went out of town, did a little work and shit. Jay was, you know, handling business. That nigga had a full, busy, booked week up at the shop, and and he up here at the podcast booked his fucking. Y'all didn't give one fuck. Niggas <laughs> was like, where the fuck? Is the boy Wallace or where the fuck is the boy string? And we was like, all right, so we up no, in here. So I know, I think we can figure a way to bring that shit up in every episode. Yo, like I will life. absolutely bring up <laughs> where's Wallace. That one episode, nigga. I don't even want to bring up the wire, nigga. I could bring up that one episode every fucking day. Um, but shit, man, y'all boys is back. And thank you to all the listeners. Thank you to uh, all the supporters. Everybody who threatened me and Jay life. You know what I'm saying? We know that y'all rock with us, so we appreciate it. Don't ever threaten me again. <laughs> no, nah, let me tell a few of y'all something. This is to the men that threaten me, you know? Uh, not the ladies. The ladies, I'm going to get to y'all in a minute. But all the niggas that threaten me, I'll beat your ass, bro. I just want it. Don't ever come at Because a few of y'all was too aggressive on the text and the DMs. Like, don't ever ask me where the fuck I'm at. Like, no, nah, dog. Don't uh-uh. blame us. Blame TV taking a winter break. Hey. I hate the fact. It's I hate slow this, motion I hate right now. Time of year, dog. They not really trying to get y'all a lot of shit in culture, but we, you know, we threw together a couple little topics to 
rap with y'all about real quick. We gonna get into some Grammy oh, nomination talk. I can't wait. Did you see the 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 uh the preview for the Death Row Suge Knight shit on Showtime? No, nigga. It's, what's the, is this? What's what's today? I think it come back on the twentieth or some shit. I seen the Avengers preview. Fire. You know what I'm saying? I ain't see that though. Like that, they doing one on Suge on Showtime. Oh, Suge oh, Grizzly. I nigga. can't wait because I can't wait to have a discussion about that shit though. Nigga, when we record on that, we gotta wear all red linen suit. Nigga, we man. should watch that shit and then as soon as it over, live boy. Yeah, mm, I'm with that. I'm with that. Okay, we uh, I think we should start doing. Can you do Facebook Live from the um, the This Week in Culture Facebook joint? Straight from the group page? Yeah. I don't know. We need to look into that. Because I know you can do it from your shit. Yeah. But, I mean, shit, I figure if we can't do it, we then just we drop just the pull it yeah, into one of our shits. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but, we, yeah, that's good-ass idea. All right, so we're going to get into that. Look, man, the culture ain't really trying to get y'all a whole bunch of shit. So... You know what I'm saying? Movies are slow right now. We told y'all we going to do some uh, some throwback reviews and shit, and we still going to get to them, man. You know what I'm saying? Belly and fucking... Uh, so listen, dog. All that ain't going nowhere. I tell you, you, know you, uh, you, don't, you know what I'm saying? You know I'm on Twitter and shit like this, but mm-hmm. uh, Cheyenne, a.k.a. Motor City Oprah, mm-hmm. um, Dame, Dame yep. on Wild, yep. Verge, and um, like once a week, they... Tag me in post and tell me how trash Belly is, and like I be. Well, we fi- need to get him up here. Like man, I be dog. fighting back, but like them niggas just don't nah. like. Cause you need your man with you, dog. You know, hey, let's we gonna get them on the show. We gonna get Motor City Oprah on the show. We gonna get the homie Dame on the show. Um, and we just gonna go ahead and duke that out, dog. Cause they not gonna talk shit about Belly. I'm not gonna allow it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know no fucking Kiana, dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I I'm not gonna let that happen. Um. And yeah, we gonna rap about Belly. We gonna rap about all the shit. Love Jones. We gonna get into all them. But this was just a wild week, so I needed y'all to be patient with us. But we are definitely back in the building. Um, and shout out to everybody who asked what was up. So, uh, before we get into it, y'all already know how we do. We like to make sure that any listeners who uh, asked us about a topic that we should speak on, they want our opinion on. We like to get into those first. So I'm gonna pull. We join up on Facebook first, and I got some screenshots of uh, some text I got. So first, the homie Shay Jones, shout out to Shay. She said, um, talk about Jones. Meek's album and why our old tweet such a big deal, i.e. Kevin Hart. Uh, we'll get into the Kevin Hart later because that's one of the few things that I actually wanted to talk about. So we'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, but as far as Meek's album, I like it. It's cool. It's Meek's best album, but that ain't saying much to me. Yeah. Me gonna kill an intro. Hey man. He going that nigga whole career is based off of intro. He killed this shit, bro. Hey man, this album fired off. <laughs> this shit cool to me, man. I Yeah. Why you can't I, I like I like this shit a lot though. It's a good album, man. I, I rock with it. I definitely think again, this is Meek's best body of work by far. Um it's a few tracks on there that I don't personally need. Uh I feel like two on here I I, I could have went without. Yeah, like but honestly, it was like the the the, I fuck with the LMA shit. Yeah, yeah I fuck with that. Hard. Other than that, it's like two other girl type of records uh-huh, that I ain't really that I ain't really fuck with. Nah. All right, so we will get into it just because we was late uh, with the joint. How you felt about the whole verse? It was a cold. It content wise, it was a cold verse. I feel like, and I said this shit when I first listened to it a few times. 
I feel like he gave us 444 in a verse. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm about to school y'all niggas on like 30 different things real quick, but I'm going to do it on over 60 bars. And that was my whole last album. He dropped 44 bars on that. Mm, which probably was intentional because like, yes, you know, forty four. I, I I really wouldn't doubt if Hove didn't do that personally, like, um, or purposely. Uh, yeah, I I like the verse, man. I think he definitely came in late in the year with a, a verse of the year candidate. It's, it's he did that so much on purpose. Forty four bars. Forty four bars. It's ridiculous. Because uh-huh. three verses is forty eight bars. Mm-hmm. So he stopped short. Like, fam, you did this on purpose. You don't like get there's no half there's, a bar. Fuck y'all <laughs> niggas. Like there's no reason for you to ever rap 44 bars. Yeah, unless you hold, man. But you know what's funny, dog? Like, you know how normally when hold recording, uh, or when he's making an album, he grow the hair out. Yeah. So he'd go a few months, hair get wild and all that shit. But Hove been rocking the hair for like smooth year now. That shit is just out of control. Because I think he's in the process of I recording. I think that an nigga's album. recording an album right now, but I also think he's in the grizzliest mode ever. So me catching that nigga for a verse, you caught him at the best time. Like he in that space right now. Um so yeah man, whole verse was crazy. How you feel? So niggas was talking about, oh, that's an album of the year candidate right there. I don't you felt uh, like that jump some of the joints we've talked about, the Nipsies and, and J Rocks and all that? Well, I have about if I say it's about five or so, yeah, there's been so yeah. many records. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nipsey is on my list. Mm-hmm. J Rock is on my list. Mm-hmm. Cole is on my list. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the Carter's album is on my list. Um, I like that shit. I ain't really mad at did. you. I ain't um, mad at you. And I would probably throw. I would. I would. I would. Uh, I would put Meek in the conversation. You know what I'm saying? Because it's for me yeah, myself. Yeah. It just hasn't been a lot of great albums this year. I, I agree. I think my top five for the year, I would probably go uh, J-Rock, Nipsey, Pusha. Um, uh, damn, I just had one in my mind. J-Rock, Nipsey, Pusha, Cole. Uh, it ain't a Cole nigga, but KOD was a, a solid-ass album. And um, five on the rap end... I don't know. That's where it kind of get weird for me because I like different shit. Like, um, I like Mac Miller album. Like, Drake came out, right? Drake Drake shit was I Only, like, half of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It needed to be condensed. Fucking Astroworld came out. Astroworld is dope, but, but I don't like, know if I call that a rap album. Though. Yeah, like, you know nigga, you, you just, like, give me some trap beats and you make weird noises over the beats yeah. a lot. I'm going to tell you Which what I angle. enjoy listening yeah. to. No, Astroworld I'm, sonically was Like, when I'm crazy. in the car or... Yeah. If I need something in the background while I'm fucking around the crib but cleaning yeah. up or some shit. Or, yeah, that's perfect. For, but like, you know what's crazy? And it's not going to be nominated for anything, but Metro Boomin' album is fucking hard, dog. Then listen. Bro, there's one bad song in there out of like 14 tracks. Mm. And I'm not even like... When did Black Panther come out? Uh Oh, that's another album of the year. February. February. Black Panther came out in February. That's the album of the year candidate. Soundtrack or not. Mike Will did that shit. That shit was hard, bro. He did that shit. That shit was hard. So, uh, and that's a lot of Grammy type talk. So we're gonna get into that in a minute. Before that, because based off of Meek album and Uh This Week in Culture, Mm -hmm. Meek was on a lot of shit this week. Like CNN and talking head shows. He was. I've seen a few of them interviews. Did you catch him on CNN? And I I think he did a really, really good job and made a a good representation of himself when um, they was basically asking him, like, well, Meek, are you the right person to Mm. be talking about criminal justice reform? You did catch these cases and Mm. shit. Maybe you shouldn't be the one 
talking. So do you and feel like they was trying to undermine him a little bit? One hundred percent. Okay, but he handled himself in that situation. Like I'm glad you, he, I'm glad you said that. And like yeah. I always wanted to be on one of these shows and actually get a chance to talk about that. Yeah. He said the first time I ever went to ever was arrested is because I got kicked out of school. Mm. My mom was working three jobs. I was afraid to tell her that I got kicked out of school because she was gonna have to turn, take time off to leave work. Yeah, come get. So I went to that. school anyway, mm. and they arrested me. For trespassing because I went to school when I wasn't supposed was to be there. So wow. the first time I went to jail was because I was I went to school. Wow. Said I also got arrested for the 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 major one mm-hmm. that he's still on probation for is the charge was he had pointed a, a gun yeah. at three police officers. So he was in a, a quote unquote drug house, aka his his man's house down the street, and yeah. they came in full tactical gear in a raid. And you said, he told him, like, listen, do you believe that a young black man in the middle of a quote-unquote drug raid pointed a gun at three cops and no in shots were fired? gear. Like, do you believe that? They bust in, ready to shoot. Yeah, he said, do you believe yeah, that? that's crazy. He said, no. He said, okay, then. And then when I went in, I was like 14 or some years old, and I was all beat up, beat up and bruised up. And not one time did they ask that's me. That's the infamous picture with picture. his eyes swell up he and all He said not yeah. one time did they ask what happened to your face. Mm. He also asked him, like, so if you live in a neighborhood where you see people die every day, seven of your best friends have been shot, and you see drugs in this, do you think you would carry a gun? Mm. Like, literally. This is what you grew up in. This is the neighborhood that you is. If you see people get murdered and get shot every single day, do you think that one day you will possibly carry a gun to survive in that neighborhood? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I probably would carry a gun. He didn't want to, he didn't want, he agreed with everything. He was like this. I'm the perfect person to have this discussion because I was wrongly convicted. They made me, uh, he said one of the lawyers was like, he he was like, apologize to the officers for pointing the gun at him. Mm. And we'll go basically. We we'll, we'll go we we'll go easy. And he's like, I'm not apologizing because I didn't For point a gun. Yeah. He said his lawyer was like, Look, just do it. Yeah. And he was like, I apologize if y'all felt threatened. Mm. I like that. But like, I'm I not. Like that. And ever since then, he been in this world full of shit. I mean, we already know how it go. Once you in the system, yeah, you become a product out of of the system. Even when you think you out, because you would think, you know, what I'm saying right now, the position he been in the last few years, got money, had a dope relationship with some you know what i'm saying it looked like okay i'm away from that but that's still gonna haunt you dog. he said i was i mean he said i i, I was addicted to percocets mm. that i got prescribed from an injury the yeah. doctor gave me these and i got addicted to them and i failed a drug test because i'm addicted to drugs so they said instead of putting me in a, a rehab program they yeah, put me in jail put you in jail Joel said he got addicted to perks too after his teeth got fucked up. Like, dog, I don't take medicine. I don't take yeah. drugs. I got my my wisdom teeth. They they send me something. I didn't take the shit. I got yeah. surgery on my leg for uh, when I got my my Achilles torn. Yeah. They gave me some Vikes. Like, I'm not taking this shit, dog. Yeah, I um, Joel said he was addicted to lean. His fault. But then the lean, the sugar and the lean and all that fucked his teeth up. Had severe pain. Got prescribed perks. And then got so addicted you, to the perks. you are addicted to a narcotic. So I'm yep. going to give you another narcotic. To ease the pain from the results of your ad- first addiction. His next step is heroin. Yeah. Well, he said he got getting arrested is what cleaned him up. Because he was like, had I not gone to jail, I wasn't voluntarily going to rehab. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but he was like getting arrested is what cleaned him up. And he was like, he went to jail, got a seat fixed. <laughs> so I was like, take Somebody, advantage of that dental system, nigga. You know, this been this week has definitely been uh the culture has been impacted. I seen him on Ellen, I seen him mm-hmm. on CNN, a bunch of different talking head yeah. shows. Mickey O'Hare, man. And he actually he represented himself very well. Very well. He was clear in his objectives. You know what what interview I liked? Uh well actually both of them. I mean they was across the street from one another. I loved I loved all Angie Martinez interviews. Mm-hmm. I just like how artists are when they're with Angie. They seem a little more genuine, a little more like themselves. But then the one that I thought I was probably gonna hate, just because I ain't really a flex nigga. I enjoyed the funk flex. Like I watched the freestyle. I don't I don't like flex. Yeah, I'm not a flex nigga too, but I feel like Meek wasn't who Flex might try to get a nigga to be well, when him he and flex on the is show. Cool, though. Yeah. But then I loved when he did the freestyle that they put that shit over the Drake beat, nigga. Yeah, like, he told him like you gonna stop going yeah. at Drake. And he was like, Yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying? They they you know. Hey, let's freestyle over a beat in a battle I lost to. Uh fuck it, nigga. But yeah, I, I like where I like too. yeah, he killed it. That boy was fun. Um I like where Meek had at. He seems a little more calm, more mature. And you can hear it on the album. Yeah. Like, it's a lot more structure on the album, more content. It was um, like he actually rapped on this album. He yeah. tried, he, he he used different flow patterns, different mm-hmm. cadences. His content was there. He kind of slowed down a bit and allowed his his rhymes to, to formulate. Yeah. And I heard, like, oh, okay. Like, I, 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 I heard funny. it differently. So on the track, uh, the West Beef joint, Niggas were, myself included. I'm listening because I know what Ross finna do to a sample like this. I we all know what Hove did. I was ready for Meek to be the weak link in them three verses, yeah. nigga, and he wasn't. Everybody held like, held Everybody held their own, especially when you was holding it up against a verse as in depth as Hove shit got. So uh, nah, I appreciate where Meek is at right now. I, I think he's in a good space. I want him to stay where he at though. What do you think about? My narrative uh, that uh, we all love this version of Hove. Yeah. Um, but Hove has slowly turned into Nas. All the shit that he used to mm. give Nas for. What you trying to kick knowledge? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Now, now he on some black power shit, speaking of the Yakubs. And, yeah. And now he yeah. on some African. Like, I mean, you see for a few years, he been rocking them motherfucking. Uh, the 5% of shit. The, the, the chain. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, like, Hey, this what Nas been giving us his whole career. But Nas been an adult male since he was thirteen. Nas been forty five. <laughs> so it's just so funny how to see everybody coming to their own mm-hmm. because Nas been on this shit. But then Nas now has been making these major deals in the yeah. boardroom. Yeah, I, like Nas a businessman. They their arc started separate and now they didn't merge in the middle. Because you think of Hope, I'm not a businessman. I'm, I'm a, a businessman. Business Nas was never. That focus on that end of shit. So I don't know if you got a chance to listen to um, the MC Search interviews with uh, DJ. I mean with uh, Vlad. With Vlad, great, like great, and his his dealings with Nas. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. How uh, Nas has always owned a hundred percent of his publishing. Yeah, like it was a misnomer that yeah that he didn't that, own it. Dog, where did they play that clip? Because I heard that clip in the car. I wasn't even like listening for it. Man. And he just explained. Yeah. Like they had a couple of different deals, and the day that they were supposed to go their separate ways, yeah. And Nas told him like he was going. They they would agree. They agreed on a certain amount of money, and then Nas was like, "Yeah, I don't want to give you this. I'm gonna give you thirty percent less because I think you earned thirty percent less." You like what? Like how? <laughs> how? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he shook it off, and he did. He was like, "Because like Nas is a great businessman." 
Yeah. He's always been. He was like, Nas was like 22 at the time or some yeah. shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, look, that's why Nas is going to be the first real billionaire in hip hop. Yeah. So I started thinking about like, what does that mean? Like, what do you, well, like, what does he mean by the first, first real? real? Then I was like, well, a lot of our billionaires in hip hop are, their companies are worth. Are worth the 900 million. It, yeah. And, all, and that's yeah. how they get in there. But like when I'm closing, I think he closed like two deals this year worth like 70 million or some shit like yeah, that. It was the ring shit. And then it was the, um, it was some of the other, other joint. He's yeah. an angel investor. Mm-hmm, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. like when I actually got, when I get to a billion dollars, like liquid. Mm-hmm. Like that's something major. Oh, one hundred percent. One liquid for me. Yeah. Like not a company. No, this is me. This is my. You know he 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 one of the original investors in Uber. Yeah. Yeah. And Bevel that yep. I, that I used this yeah. morning. By the yeah. way. No, I uh, I knew about Uber. Knew about Bevel. Didn't know about Ring till they sold it to Amazon. And then I was like, oh shit, I I had no clue. Uh, he was a part of that. But you know, you think about it. His pops been in music mm-hmm. forever so i'm sure he gave him a lot of game on that end of shit because his pops has not only been around music but his pops being a jazz musician you're of one of the genres that got basically fucking taken advantage of right f- since black people came and started doing music in america like the fact that Nas has went back and bought the plantation where his ancestors used to be slaves, different huh? I he nigga, different. I own the land. He different. Like, come on, fam. Like, if I could ever, if I could trace my shit back sometime in the future and do that, yeah, that's some shit I would want to do. Yeah, no, nah, Nas is different, man. And then he doing all that, and Khalees want twenty million a month or whatever the fuck she looking for. Go dog. sit down somewhere. Come on, man. I fuck shit out Khalees though, but she rude. Um. Anyway, so yeah, that's Meek. That's Nas, man. Shout out to Meek, man. Welcome home. That's a, a great comeback album. Was free. Glad to see he was in there writing, you know what I'm saying, and really focused, man, because a lot of niggas come out of prison and you think that project finna be that, and it really wasn't. Like It's hard. Pac the only one. Yeah. I remember when Wayne got out, niggas thought whatever Carter he dropped after that was finna. I think it was like four or five, or no, four. That's not a It's not a real creative space that you're in <laughs> no. while you're in prison. No, no. That's the, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm in one, a survivor mode. It's not a creative space for me. You can get buff. You do mad push-ups, nigga. I went to jail like two nights, <laughs> nigga. I did. I had to do about two thousand push-ups, nigga. In two mm-hmm. I was just, that's all you do in that bitch, nigga. I was sleep. I couldn't sleep. It was too cold in that moment. I was drunk. You know? I was sleep. I was drunk, but I couldn't. Now my push-ups wasn't the greatest form. Nigga. You know what I'm saying? Niggas ain't gonna come in there and tell me I got my back was straight. Woke up on a green mat with a little orange juice next to. I mean, a nigga. little apple juice. It was like, nigga. Think about like a little fifty cent carton yeah. sliced in half. Yeah. Yep. And they give you that. Nah, that's all I drank was my little juice box. I wasn't eating that food, man. I wasn't eating that food. Motherfucker was like, you going to eat your chicken sandwich? I said, bitch, I thought that was a hamburger. Mm-hmm. That bitch been sitting here all night. I thought it was a burger. Uh, What else we got on the docket? Hold on. I'm going to the screenshots. Couple homies sent me some shit. All right. Fellas, if a female initiates a date, do y'all expect her to pay? That's one of my homegirls in Atlanta. Shout out to her. She knows who she is. Um, I have never went on a on a date and expected the woman to pay. Now, whether Facts. I wanted her to or not, <laughs> I've never expected the woman to pay. Facts. Um, I'm, I'm a similar to Jay. I've never expected the woman to pay. I've also never been. 
prepared or I guess ill prepared for if she doesn't pay. Yeah. Like, oh, if she don't pay, we stuck. Like, nope. I'm in my mind. I'm always paying for this date. Like, I don't. If she does pay, first of all. I need to be at a certain level of comfort with the woman for me to actually allow her to pay. Like, so listen, man, uh, I've been I, I've been on like plenty of dates and shit, and then mm-hmm. like uh, I appreciate the offer, but something like unless it's like my girlfriend, yeah, and that's what I mean by certain like level in my, of comfort. In the, and like yeah. if you are my girlfriend and we're in a relationship, and yeah. you and you want you feel like treating me like mm-hmm. that's one thing. However, it is a bit of uh, like I always feel funny. Mm-hmm. And this is my faults, you know what I'm saying, whatever. But I always feel funny when, like, I'm in that situation and she is going to pay and the, and the waiter or the waitress put down the bill and yeah. then, like, she go for it. <laughs> I always feel like a whole-ass nigga because I think that the waiter going away like, this nigga can't even buy. Like, I always feel like, damn, I'm getting hold all the way back to the kitchen. So that goes into another question I got from uh, one of my homegirls in Ohio. Um, shout out to her. She knows who she is. Uh, she asked... How do we feel about women doing that when they reach for the basically? How do we feel about them testing us on them first few dates when they reach for the bill and act like they're gonna pay it, but they really not gonna pay it? Now, my but when she don't first asks, don't, don't keep fucking with me because I'm gonna let you hold that motherfucker. <laughs> hey, now, <it's>, <laughs> <laughs> keep on playing, hey, goddamn it! You so can look, hold that bitch. I told her I was like, yo, I'm not mad at the test, but first of all, in general, women stop testing niggas because they gonna give you what you want. They gonna get you what you asked for, like Jay just said. Don't keep fucking with us, nigga. But now this is a test for your yeah, ass. Yeah, because it's really a test. Because I play chicken and I lose. Yo, like lose as in I run into your ass because I'm not moving. <laughs> most niggas are gonna think. Most real niggas are gonna think like me and Jay. We're not. You're not paying for that. But I appreciate the gesture. However, <laughs> most niggas ain't real niggas. So if y'all run into a cat that's not really, you know, of that that same cloth that me and jay are they gonna let you pay that half or pay that hole or whatever the fuck and now you stuck also like if a woman like is insistent on paying for the date yeah y'all not really not on a date and she trying to make it sure that like so that's we not on a date fam like we going dutch because you the homie so she said um and i actually liked that she cleared this up she was like if i like a guy i'm testing him to see if he's gonna pay she said, if he says, no, I appreciate it, but I got it, I'm going to let him pay. She says, however, if I don't like the guy and he says, no, I appreciate it, I got it. She says, then I'm going to continue to insist that I pay my half because I want him to know this ain't this ain't happening again. Yeah, It was a date, but now it's not a date no more. Yeah. And this we will not be going out again, so I'm going to pay my half, so I owe you nothing, nigga. And I was like, you know what? Can't hold no shit. I've been like, man, this took you. No. But now she got me thinking like, wait, has a chick ever like continued to insist like that she paid? Because now I want to know who been hoeing me. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of them things. It was like, yeah. and sometimes like I was dating this young lady and she like, it was almost like a game. Like she could she try. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, chill out. Like, yeah. <laughs> like what did you do it? Dog. Like I went to go, uh. Uh, get some tickets and why I'm getting some tickets and she didn't came back with the uh you didn't came back with the food and shit like that. So yeah. it's like a little it's a little game sometimes shit. You know what I <laughs> mean? We got one of the homies in the building. We ain't gonna put her on a mic because she's <laughs> shy, but uh one of our favorite listeners just popped in the building. What's happening with you? Hey. We special like that. Yeah, no, we get visitors up in this bitch, man. man. Oh my God, what she came through bearing gifts. Fuck, holy oh, shit. shit! You know, 
she fresh back from Cuba. Wow. Her voice is gone, so she says partner, but she just came through with some motherfucking legit Cohibas out this bitch. Thank now, you this so much. Special, Come give hugs. This is some special shit. That this is, is some shit that I was not that is I was not expecting. Oh, we out here with the fucking Cubans now. Uh, I might smoke this bitch on the air and say fuck y'all. Man, we gotta find a special uh, occasion to do this one, dog. Yeah, dog. Uh, you know what, man? That that whatever we do for New Year's. Yeah. This is we busting these. When we were there, mm-hmm. they put um because we were at the tobacco farm. Mm. So we was with the guy who they make them there. Yeah. They put a drop of honey mm. on the end that you smoke. It changes the taste a little bit. Got some freshly rolled New honey cohibas. No, we out here now. New Year's Eve. Thank you so much. This is this. Have a Thank great day. Much. That was amazing. Nigga, this shit is fire. That was dog. the yo man. That's love, dog. Well, when I got them, I was trying to think. Uh huh. Give them to them. My family don't really smoke as well. Yeah. That was my dope. So. Perfecto. Yo, we love you. Thanks, Thank man. you, thank you, thank you. Nigga, this shit is fire. Hey, man, the fire honey tip Cohiba is fresh from Cubana. I don't think I've extra... <sighs> I haven't had one. I had some... I didn't got some... I didn't smoke some shit the nigga said this from Cuba. But, and like, <laughs> I don't know if they were or Couldn't were read. not. Uh, My ex-girlfriend, our first date, because I knew her before we was dating and oh, shit. Oh, time out, time out. What's poppin'? This is love. Dog, this is that's what I'm saying. This week in culture. Yo, man, we, we impact the culture, y'all. dog. Y'all don't understand. Because we just talking shit on this microphone, right? That's it. And I got me a freshly rolled freshly Cuban rolled cigar. Honey tip. Can Cuban. I say that out loud? Oh yeah, yeah. the treaty's still good with Oh you no, know, no, we good. Trump ain't shut that shit down yet. Okay. So um and shout out to Michigan. We got some weed laws finally starting in this bitch. Uh, 2020 is when retail is going to be available, but... I almost got fucked up last night by mistake. Lord. Because some niggas was in, you was in here, in, in here in this studio, <laughs> and they brought in some cupcakes. And um, I did not know that there was weed cupcakes. And, like, I had the bitch in my hand about to take the, the monstrous <laughs> bite. And they and I looked down, and they said he was... And they told you. Was, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm not fucking with it. That's when y'all was in with Marv? No, this was, like, last night. Oh, shit. Oh, somebody yeah, else was the other day. Yeah. Okay, okay. Damn, man. Yeah. Yo, shout out to Nahomi again. I ain't going to blast her, dog, but she came in. She really brought us to Cubanos, man. We really appreciate it. Uh, shit, you know, I'm weird with gifts, bro. Man. I'm weird with gifts because I don't ever expect nobody to do nothing for me. Listen, I'm weird with gifts, and I'm weird with compliments. Yo, men can't take compliments. Well, I'm not my, black men. Where I'm supposed to put my hands at while you complimenting me? <laughs> like, I don't know what to do. If, if I'm attracted to them, I'm going to put them on my dick. <laughs> uh, like, yeah. I'm, I'm more of... With gifts and with compliments yeah. and, and with emotions, I'm more of a giver than a taker. One thousand percent. Now, in other yeah. things, I'm a taker. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing, I'm a taker. Take Snicker it. I take. But Snicker it like taking a book. <laughs> <laughs> but no, as far I'm, as like compliments, talking, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm the same way, man. I, I'm, I love giving. Like I'm a giver for sure. When I and it's funny, I just told somebody this the other day. Uh, one of my homegirls was like, "What do you want for Christmas?" And I was like. Fam, the fact that you just asked me that, one, you've thrown me off. Two, I don't know if I should give you the dick now because you've been my homegirl for a minute. <laughs> but now I'm like, all right, I'm conflicted, nigga. Uh, but three, 
I just don't know how to accept shit because I'm so appreciative yeah. of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and similarly with compliments too. Like, don't tell me I'm handsome, nigga, because then I got to blush, nigga. Like, like, damn, how long has she been in love with me? Oh my God. <laughs> now we go together. I can't wait to tell my group chat. Like, damn. I'm fresh out the barbershop, posted a picture, and got a fucking DM real quick saying, I was handsome from old girls, so now that's my girlfriend. Nigga. Oh yeah, shout out to the uh, this week in cultures listeners uh, who don't know. I fe- I'll be forgetting I'll be doing like multiple podcasts, mm-hmm. but I'm fresh shaving out here. Yo, yeah, we got new look. You know what I'm saying? Bald head Jay in this bitch. I'm out here dog. with the bevel shave. You know dog. what I'm saying? Major key. Major key, nigga. That nigga Jay is out here officially bald. So shout out to him. Damn, man. Uh, yeah, that was a great break. Yo, I'm very appreciative of this Cuban. And you could leave it in the car because it's cool enough. Yeah, no, nah, it's too cold. It'll fuck it up. Yeah, I'm uh, It ain't all right. New Year's Eve, man. That's, yeah, New that's Year's Eve. Shit. We smoking these. Uh, so catch me and Jay on a New Year's podcast. We out here. Uh, I I got another listener question. Appreciate all the listeners who be submitting questions, by the way. Because um, we don't have shit to talk about. Y'all keep this <laughs> shit rolling. <laughs> you feel me? I uh my homeboy, shout out to my east side nigga. Uh he said, How do y'all feel about push gifts? My girl is mad at me currently because I didn't get her a push gift, but I've never heard of the shit. So let me know <sighs> what y'all thoughts are. Cause now I'm trying to get her a belated push gift, but she said, Fuck you, I already had the baby. <laughs> Listen, fam, this I just found out about this shit a year and a half, a year, two years ago, tops. Yeah year and a half a year ago like women y'all be finessing a gift out of a nigga anytime y'all can oh whenever that's a fucking she fact like, oh, that, somebody was like uh oh that's a nice push gift i said what's that <laughs> a push gift oh nigga you first off i gotta buy you something just for you to let the baby out nigga, like what the <laughs> fuck the baby's coming you gonna oh, keep the baby that, coming. You gonna keep that motherfucker in there? You know how much it cost me? It's gonna cost us to raise this child for the next 30 years. Bro. Cause it's gonna be more than 18. The first time I ever uh heard of a push gift, this girl I used to date when I lived in Atlanta, we were still cool. Um, we worked together. So she had started dating a new cat, probably like right, it literally was like two seconds after we stopped kicking it which i wasn't mad like mm-hmm. whatever she was like it was on some love at first sight type shit whatever which i knew she was lying because dog was mad ugly but i'm not gonna get into that so anyway they dated they got together they got engaged and i mean within a year they was engaged and she was pregnant and when she got close to having a baby she pulled up to work in a new whip she had a new bins and shit and I was like, oh, shit, like, whoa, 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 you out here? And I was like, that's a nice gift. She was like, yeah, my husband got it for my push gift. And I was like, what does that mean? I, I'm like, Pusha T out here giving niggas gifts? Because you got to be dating Pusha T because that nigga just bought you a Benz. And she was like, no, nah, it's like where husbands get their wives when uh, for having a baby. And I was like, niggas get you Benzes for having the baby? I thought he gave you a baby. I thought out this shit because that monthly note is now going to be coming. That's his too. (laughs) 
Maybe that's why he bought the men so he could flex. Like, hey, this is my whip too. I don't know. But anyway, that's the first time I ever heard of it. And all I could think was, man, I'm glad I ain't get you Shout pregnant. Shout out to uh, D-Mare. You know what I'm saying? When yeah. He, uh, when Mika pulled Shout up. Shout out in to the, the homies and Mika. What up, In uh, Denali. Somebody yeah. was like, oh, that's a dope push gift he got her. I was like, what's that? <laughs> like, I think it, like, that's been my nigga since damn near birth. Like, yeah. it was time for them to get new cars. <laughs> like, the leases was up. Like, it yeah. was, but Not I guess it worked, it worked, it worked the way that around. So. I mean, and you know what? If you call it a push gift, but it's actually really just a fucking like, Normal everyday sort of. We just needed a new car. We got a baby. And so yo, yeah, we, we need a family space. vehicle. If your girl thought that was a push gift, get that head that she's supposed to get you after <laughs> that. Because she for sure. Yo, all right. Oh, I do got a question. What's in good? relation to that? Like, so. If I, I buy you a push gift, yes, you owe me some head. Yeah. Facts. The, the pregnancy shit got me, got me thinking. Shit, okay, right? okay. You meet a, gun, a young lady. Shit. Okay. Y'all hit it off like excellent. Uh-huh. First time y'all go out, she comes to the crib and she never went home. Mm. That don't mean you smashed on the first night, but like y'all was together. Just kicked it that whole night. Everything is great. Yeah. She was single for a long time. Okay. Um, well, she was she got out of a long term relationship and she just starting back dating the shit. Y'all mm-hmm. hook up, boom. Three months in, she tell you, no, nah, not even three months. Two months in, she tell you she's pregnant. Mm. And she don't think it's yours. Mm, lying ass. Well, no, she didn't cheat or no shit like that. Fuck but that. like, once she got out of a relationship and started dating, she was doing her one thing. One thing happened, led to another. Yeah. She had a little one night shit or mm-hmm. whatever happened. And the reason that y'all didn't start smashing she initially, had, like, look, I just had yeah, sex with somebody. Just did it with Let boy. me, yeah, let's cool down for a minute. Got you. Everything is great though, and she not with the person. Never planning on be with the person. Do you? Nope. Chalk this up and like uh, it's nice meeting you, or do yeah. you continue to to you no, continue to be? I, I yo, I'm a I like to consider myself a grown ass man. Jay. Yeah, I'm an adult ass man, but I am still a man with pride, nigga. <laughs> and I'm not raising no other nigga kid while you're pregnant with the nigga kid, because there is a difference. I dated women with children, yeah, but while you're with child, like you're pregnant, you're with child, and that ain't mine. I'm not laying on your belly. And listening to this little nigga kid breathe, I will punch you in the fucking... St- no, I won't. But, no, in general, real life, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Maybe later in life we come back. And maybe she hate me after I say, yo, I can't do it. And we don't ever connect later in life. But that's just a risk I'm going to have to take because I can't do that shit. So let me ask you. Yeah. You're a single man out here. Facts. Uh, you dating. You doing As your, fuck. You doing your thing. Yeah. You smash a young lady. Yep. You meet another young lady. Yep. Y'all getting serious. Yep. Same scenario. Yeah, just in reverse. And you come to her like, man, I just found out right. somebody, somebody pregnant. Yeah. That's on her. That's on her. Am I obviously, you know, I'm going to be biased in the situation and I'm going to say, hey, you know. I'm not with her. I ain't with her. You know, she pregnant. But, I and I think where the difference comes, because it's not like some male chauvinist shit, yeah. where the difference comes, if you're dating me and I have another young woman pregnant who I'm not with, you don't have to really be that impacted by her pregnancy throughout it. Yeah, I'm going to have a kid. But if I'm well, dating... You may, you may have to leave and do yeah, stuff. Yeah, I might pregnancy. have to go and do that, but that don't mean that you see it. When I'm dating this woman and she pregnant Constant by another reminder. nigga, I see it every day. And as that nine months goes, I'm going to see it more. Because she's going to get bigger and bigger. And his kid going to start fucking kicking. And I'm going to know that ain't my baby kick. 
And it's just, I'm going to be playing music on that little nigga stomach with the headphones on the stomach. And he ain't going to like it because he's not my kid. He going to want to listen to all Detroit rap. <laughs> and I'm going to be like, nigga, them niggas all trying to sound like Blade. Y'all niggas ain't Blade. It's just, it's going to it's different. It's the, the experience over that pregnancy will be different. Because the girl I'm dating, while I have some other chick pregnant, will never have to see yeah. me be pregnant every day mm-hmm. of our time kicking it. Now, she might, again, you bring up a good point. She's going to have moments where, oh, my baby mom's needs something. I need to slide over here real quick. Or, oh, she got sick. I need to go take. I'm sure those moments will come up and that girl's going to have a probably a little attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, even if she don't bring it up, I know it's probably going to exist, but... Ultimately, she not gonna experience the pregnancy the way that I would. Yeah, yeah. and that's it. Uh, shit. I think that was it for all the user stuff I had. I can't believe she brought us some Cubans, bro. I'm very uh. Let me take a picture. I'm very excited. Oh yeah, I'm definitely getting a picture of all that. Um, do 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 the Kevin Hart shit. We talk about that in a minute. Y'all talked about the Grammy nominations. We get into those in a minute. Um. Yeah, I, that was all the user shit I had. Or listener shit, pardon me. Do, 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 do. Oh, hold up. Nah. I screenshot one more thing, or I say one more thing on Facebook. Hang on one minute. Uh uh uh. Y'all niggas, give me a second. I'm trying to find this on Facebook. So I know that shit is on here. How the fuck do I get to my saved? Um. Here we go. All right. All right. Hey, Ant, quick question for you. I'm trying to be open-minded and date men who are outside of my normal criteria. So I'm like, I'm not really trying to do this shit. (laughs) (laughs) So I agreed to go on a date with a man who doesn't currently have a car. I roll emoji. She already hating on him. Uh, We plan to go out. Well, we plan to go out this evening. And I just asked him where he'd like to meet up. He suggested that I pick him up from his place and we drive together. I have no desire to, one, go out of my way to pick him up, and two, be obligated to bring him back home. How do I gently decline the suggestion without letting or without hurting his feelings and causing tension on our date? What city do they live in? Uh, where the hell do she live? Let me know. Not having a car depends that on that. Definitely the matters. matters. That matters like a motherfucker. She is in California. I don't know what city. Um, but no, the city is California, like, or the state is California. Pardon me. Um, so if they're in like L.A., like y'all do, or the, the Bart San Francisco subway shit. Look, ladies. All right, depending on the city. There's a very good reason the man might not have a car. If they're in some of the big metropolis or metropolitan areas in Cali, uh, New York, Chicago, certain areas in Florida, you may not have like, a car. In real That's life, if you live in the city of Detroit, it DC. may be cheaper for you to get Uber everywhere. Mm-hmm. Possible. You, like, because car insurance yep. and your car. It's no, crazy. Like, it may literally be cheaper. But that don't mean you you're got, not a bum ass dude for not having a car in certain areas. But that don't mean you about to tell her to come pick you up, nigga. Get now, the Uber. So that's where my because I also thought about too, just Uber on, black. Get, get the SUV Uber pull for up the, in day, the boy. Nigga. Pull up in the <laughs> get chauffeur. She for like the I day. never been in an Escalade. Let's get in. <laughs> uh, but no, I thought about it too, uh, just based on my own personal life. 
he might have a suspended license too. So yeah. it might not be like he could just be like, yo, legally, I can't drive a car right now. I've been um, there before. I've been there five different I times. I was riding I dirty like a motherfucker, the but I've been there before. <laughs> trust when all five license suspensions, I did not yeah, stop dating. I was younger. I got a I got a letter in the mail say if you get one more ticket, yo, it's license gonna be suspended. Yep. Meanwhile, I'm doing ninety five on on ninety six service drive yep. in a ninety two escort, <laughs> nigga, <laughs> for the fuck of it. <laughs> I used to be out here in the Bentley, aka the ninety one Camry. <laughs> uh my shit was suspended. I didn't give one fuck, nigga. I was anywhere I needed to be. Uh, the few times that I couldn't drive, i.e. court dates, where it was like, all right, nigga, if your shit's suspended, do not pull up to the court in it. Uh, shit, I caught the bus or something, man. Jump on a Greyhound, jump on a, depending on what court I had to go to. But this is my thing. Yeah. Uh, because I, I, I heard the, I don't really want to do this shit. Yeah, from the rip. Yeah. From the rip. So dating men outside of your normal comfort zone, don't mean let me go find a nigga who don't got a car. Yeah. Like, is your comfort zone only people with cars? Yeah. Like, so they're, like, it, it's, something, it's something else to that, right? I, you know what, though? I know some uh, abusive niggas who got cars. <laughs> they got some nice whips. But, like, like that sounds like, well, okay, fine. I came out of my comfort zone, yeah. and this nigga is clearly out of bomb. my comfort zone. Yeah. So I checked my list off. I did what I'm supposed to do. I'm going back like to she my... She's doing it to give herself reason to go back to... Like, she's trying to feel good about her shit. Fact. Yo, first of all, ladies, we aren't charity, dog. We not here for your little favor date. Like, if you don't want to go out with me, don't fucking go out with me. But I do agree with Jay's point. Regardless whether that nigga license suspended or whether he just in a city where cars ain't really like the most common or whether he just don't have a fucking car catch the uber dog she not coming to your crib to scoop you that first date nigga like that's crazy like why would she do or, it for uh, safety reasons yeah for like for why would she first do though, that? why you on a first date want nobody somebody know where you live at because i don't want yo let's get into that real quick when do women get to come to your crib bro it's i've been living in this house for a year and a half maybe yeah. Two, maybe been in my house. The only two women been in yeah. my house. Well, that don't. That's yeah, yeah. New. yeah that's like that, Newer. like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I was in college, from O two to O six, you could know where I live because it was on the fucking Michigan State University website. My dorm and my apartment was all listed there. That used to be the thing. That's a thing. Oh yeah, you can look up where anybody lives that goes to any school. Like if they are if they're enrolled in school, you can look that up public as fuck. Why? Because colleges don't give a fuck about death that row. Shit, that shit seemed dangerous, <laughs> nigga. I got into a fight with a nigga my junior year because I knew my ex girl was at his crib. To this day, I don't think nobody ever asked how the fuck I knew what apartment that nigga lived in. To this day, <laughs> to, <laughs> to this day. <laughs> Hold on, Yo, no, I gotta find the that. funniest one of them. Was the joint that said, damn, yes. you still 30 and you masturbate? Or you over 30 and you still masturbate? To this day. 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 That shit always oh, going to be funny. Shit. Uh, How you felt about that fight, though? Uh, I realized that that nigga can't box. I mean, like, I realized niggas don't watch boxing and niggas don't know shit about boxing. That's what I realized. That okay. Niggas don't know shit about boxing. And you clearly have never seen Deontay Wilder fight before. Like, mm. 
Deontay Wilder didn't start boxing until he was in his 20s. He's always been wild. If you look at Deontay Wilder fight now versus when he first started, you'd be like, oh, this nigga's a professional. But in real <laughs> life, he's not. Like, niggas didn't like Deontay Wilder because he was so wild and I unthodox, still don't like right? the nigga. But, like, but after, I, I know what you're saying. After though. a while, he kept winning despite the lack of, the like, lack of actual technical skill. skills. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he is, outside of uh, Tyson Fury, has knocked every single person out yeah. he's ever fought. Yeah. Even when he didn't, he won a decision. Yeah. He rematched him and knocked the nigga out. out. So that if, was Stavern, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So if you fought me before, I knocked you out. Yeah. And there is a rematch. They about to happen. Yeah, so he's going to he's going to knock him out. You think so? One hundred percent. I don't think so. Uh, he's going to knock him out. Hey, let's and remember this episode. Jay calling the Wilder knockout right now. I think Tyson Fury is going to beat the shit out that nigga again. Listen, uh, Tyson Fury landed thirteen more punches the entire fight. Like. What ends up happening is Tyson Fury you, won nine rounds, nigga. Not two enough. knockdowns do not equal six more rounds, bro. Well, two knockdowns equal four points. That shit don't equal six more rounds. Uh, but listen, uh, Tyson Fury uh, landed thirteen more punches at the end of the fight. Yeah, thirteen. So let's say you average one punch extra around. Mm-hmm. Like, and Deontay Wilder threw a lot more punches. He clearly landed the more effective punches. So if I'm the aggressor the entire fight, you may hit me one more extra round. But like every time I hit you or hurt you, you'll grab me. He do a lot of fainting and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, like, why you boxing and why you judging and scoring and shit like that? Like different people value different things in boxing. Mm-hmm. Someone was like, well, he had, he landed a higher percentage. Nigga, this and to be perfectly fine, to be perfectly honest. Outside of the emotional port, this fight was ass. Uh, I agree with that. Tyson Fury landed 26% of his punches. That means one out of every four punches I landed. And that was the highest percent that got landed in the fight. Deontay Wilder landed 17%. He landed 26%. Like the fight was where he landed one punch. You've and you've clearly never seen Tyson Fury fight before. Any fight you've ever seen Tyson Fury is, it looks horrible. He's the most awkward. He makes every fight look ugly. Like this was the this was probably the most entertaining fight he's been in. He made a fight with Vladimir Klitschko disgusting to watch. <laughs> I ain't really never liked Klitschko either. Like it, he, neither he, one of them. He's that wild. I mean, he's mm-hmm. that. Un- he, it's just definitely unorthodox. Yeah. He quicker than I thought he would be after the weight gain and the weight loss. I didn't really think that nigga was gonna still have that movement. But I think uh, after this next fight is uh, Deontay Wilder clearly knows you can't hurt me. And he clearly knows that I can hurt you. All I got to do is throw a straight punch in this night-night. Yeah, I'm just, I don't know, me and Deontay Wilder. I'm with Floyd on Deontay Wilder. And I ain't never with Floyd on shit. I, I'm not a Floyd nigga. But that nigga's comments after the fight about Wilder, I'm, I'm 100% about. Like, he just fucking suck. He's a good, he's a brawler. He's a barroom fighter, bro. That's, a, that's all he's ever been. I, I know. And I've always said that. Like, I, this ain't new news from me. But it's good, though, because, like, everybody... Can't have the exact same style in the fight. One hundred percent. You know 100%. what I'm saying? Yeah. That's like that's it. Yeah. And he and he got the highest knockout percentage yeah. of any, any heavyweight champion ever. Yeah. But uh, to Wilder's statements about being able to beat Mike Tyson, nigga. No, nah, fam. No. I hate it when he said it because I hate when niggas say that in general. Like, oh, I would have did this to a nigga from thirty years ago. I say this. Uh, the fight night. Yeah, Deontay Wilder weighed two hundred and nine pounds. Uh-huh. He looks a lot bigger than what his. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. 
Tyson, Tyson Fury had what, like 40 he, pounds on that nigga? He was like 260 that night. Yeah. So, like, I'm in that bitch 50 pounds lighter than you. Yeah. At 209 pop, I don't know if y'all ever looked at the, the size of Deontay Wilder's back. His his power is really abnormal. Yeah. To be such a small. Yeah. And Mike Tyson, he was 5'8". He weighed, like, 218 yeah. in his prime. He was a pit bull, man. And that's not a lot in the heavyweight division. And his arms were short and everything mm-hmm. like that. If a nigga get hit with one of them motherfuckers, like, power is the only, con- like, nigga, you get hit with one of them shots, it could be night-night for anybody. Uh, 100%. But I think where Tyson would beat the dog shit out that nigga is just... Skill-wise. Skill. Pre-cuss dying and all that yeah, shit. Because like, the head movement, the it, it was beautiful. And head. him being so much shorter. Yeah. Because that's where Tyson, with all them taller fighters, that head movement was like, bro, I really can't hit this nigga. Like, he already three feet shorter than me. And then I'm throwing in that nigga head is all over the place. Footwork was crazy. But see, I just think he get that nigga wild of the business, bro. I'm like, uh, like, oh, like you, he should destroy him. He should, should destroy should, him. Should, but agree. But in the fight, you never know. Nigga. When I'm th- the thing with Do- Deontay Wilder is because he's so unorthodox, he throws punches where you normally are not expect them to yeah. be. Because like boxing is very so wild. Bro. It's like that when nigga. I throw a right hook, uh-huh. like the. The left hand should be coming back from my opponent. There's uh-huh. like you know where it should come from yeah. if you're orthodox fighting. But when somebody who was outside of that, that's like Maydana when he fought Mayweather mm-hmm. and shit. He throws punches so wild, like yeah. the punch not supposed to come down at this angle. Yeah. So my normal defense don't work. You know what I'm saying? So you watch any of them fights last night, the Lomachenko and uh man, they on my. I fell asleep on my couch about nine thirty and shit. So. That undercard was great. All the undercard fights. They on my DVR. The undercard fights for the Wilder shit was great too. That was a good night of boxing, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but shout out Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury. Y'all gave us some uh, some entertainment last week. Um, but anyway, back to that question, yo. Uh, don't let. Let a nigga convince you that for the first date you need to go pick him up from his crib. Uh, make the suggestion he that said, he catch the Uber or the Lyft or whatever the fuck. And if that makes him somehow angry or awkward or whatever, fuck that nigga. Or he could be. He could. He be trying like, to fuck. He like well after the date you got to take me home. You had that's some. I see him being slick. I ain't want. I don't know who dog is. It could be a nigga I know. Uh, so I don't want to. I ain't want to go right there. You know, but that saying? nigga like, trying to be slick. Bro. It's, you got to take me home. So I was like, you want you want to come in for a second? Yeah. Like you you already you set that up at it's, the end of the night. You got to take me home. Yeah. So however bad the date was, yeah. I get another chance to yep. fix that shit in the car and yep. say. And then we get to you the. Take me home? You want to get a cup of coffee? Women don't like driving, fam. No, women ain't driving. I don't like being in the car with the woman driving. So like, they want to get took a show for the round. Not even on no shelving this shit. I just I think all women suck at driving except my mom. So. Oh. I mean, I'd, I'd be scared as fuck in the car. With I women, mean, bro. statistics could probably back you up. Yo, I'd be literally scared. Dog, any woman I've ever been in the car with and she driving, at some point, depending on how long we driving, they always ask, why you got that door handle grip so tight? <laughs> nigga, I'd be over there out my mind scared. Like, bro, she about to kill a nigga. Facts. All right. Um, I don't have no more user shit. So let's get to a couple of the joints y'all wanted us to discuss for real, for real. We can start with the Grammy nominations since we already kind of touched on it. Um, I guess guess before we get to the Grammy nominations, we probably got to talk about the shit before. Oh, you said Grammy. Grammy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We ain't even even on that yet. Um, Interesting, though, that they threw... That I didn't know that they would announce that the same like because they two different awards. I just thought they was two different seasons. But um, 
uh, where the fuck is the list of nominees? Because I'm only going through, obviously, the fucking stuff that we care about. The rap and the R&B. There's all them other categories. Ain't got shit to do with me. Uh, Alright. I'm trying to get to... Well, first of all, you know what? Let me go to fucking best rap album. We got Victory Lap by Nipsey. Yep. Shout out to that. We got Daytona by Pusha T. Uh, Astro World, Travis Scott, Invasion of Privacy, Cardi B, and Swimming, Mac Miller. Oh, I'm going Nipsey all day. That's I'm going to go, because me and Jay just gave y'all our top five for the year, Nipsey, Push, and... If those, are, those are the official nominees. Those are the nominees. No, it's Nipsey. I'm going Pusha T. And the only reason I'm going Pusha T is because I'm trying to lean in the direction of who I know might win. Nipsey not winning. I don't know that. Oh, I'm going to tell you, we know Cardi B is winning this shit. Cardi B or Travis Scott. There's no real way that Push or Nipsey are winning over the two of them. Like, in, But just think about it. who had the best rap album this year. Nipsey Hussle. I just, I personally my go J-Rock. Personal. Yeah, my personal was J-Rock. But of these, of J-Rock, Nipsey, Push, Nips was my third of the three. J-Rock was my top. But J-Rock ain't get that nomination. So, uh, but of the albums that are nominated... It's going to be Cardi B, more than likely, because they love her. People love her. She had the pop joint with Bruno Mars. Everybody love her. Y'all seen what happened last time Missy went to uh, in the war show. Smack the nigga in the Smack the shit lot. out of nigga. Let the nigga don't win. Oh, my God. Uh, but, you know, the, the sort of, and not saying it's a sympathy nomination or a sympathy win if he did win, but with Mac Miller having passed, he could be like the dark horse that comes through on Wednesday. Um, I hope they give him a tribute. I would hope so. Mac's album was dope, dog. That swimming was dope. Mac last few albums have been really dope, man. Musically, um, he fuck around and tapped into everything. He really did. Like, I mean, the nigga, he was a hey man. Shout out to Mac Miller, dog. Love Mac. Uh, rest in peace to the boy. Best rap song, <clears throat> God's Plan by Drake. Lucky you. Who the fuck is Lucky You? By Jay Z. <laughs> is he ten years <laughs> late? <laughs> uh, Eminem featuring Joyner Lucas. I've never heard that song. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, Sicko Mode, Travis Scott and Drake. Oh, I ain't no Sway Lee had writing credits on there. Yeah. Shout out to that. Win by Win 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 J Rock. My nigga. Glad he got a nomination. And my personal favorite in this category. King's Dead by Kendrick, J-Rock, Future, and James Blake. I did not know James Blake was on that song. Uh, King's Dead was my favorite it's song off God's the Black Plan. Panther. It, more than likely. That's a, um, a dope record. God's Plan was cool. The video gave it what it needed to really turn into what it became. So, But I would prefer to see King's Dead win. One, because I want my nigga J-Rock on that stage. And he nominated in two. He got two Best Song nominations. But, um, but King, not Best Album. No. Nah. Crazy. King's Dead was crazy, though. King's Dead was fucking crazy. Black Panther soundtrack was insane, dog. All right. Uh, wait, what? <laughs> All right. Um, best rap slash song performance in this category explained on the Grammy.com website is for a solo or collaborative performance that contains both elements of R&B melodies and rap. So this is basically a Drake type category. But let me give you the nominees though. Rockstar, Post Malone featuring 21 Savage. That song's kind of fire, dog. <laughs> that beat is crazy. That's dog. The, all year I've heard that. That song. beat is crazy, dog. Niggas keep telling me I need to listen to Post Malone album. I, I still won't. I won't. Does he rap? 
I don't know. White Iverson was probably as close to rap as that nigga got. Because I thought that was like an R&B song or some shit. I actually used to fuck with White Iverson real hard. I thought I mean, the song was, was dope, but I didn't know. Uh, this is America. Anything with 21 Savage on there, though, I'll fuck with. 21 is my nigga. This is, um, this is America, fuck Childish Gambino. Fuck out of here. Uh, Unless it's a video award, fuck out of here. That song is trash. That's real really life. what I feel like about God's plan. Um, Pretty Little Fears, Black featuring J. Cole. Never heard of uh, Black album disappointed me, but that's another thing. Like, I really like Black. Uh, Black, a.k.a. Six Lack. I really like that nigga, but this album was <laughs> under-fucking-whelming. Uh, and the last song is Like I Do. Christina Aguilera featuring Gold Fuck Goldling. out of here. She's still alive? Featuring Gold Link. First of all, anything that's best rap slash song performance and you start with a Christina Aguilera, <laughs> I don't want to hear it, nigga. I'm still listening to the Gold Link song from last year. That shit still has not went off the radio. You see money on yeah. it. Yeah. Like it's it, I yeah. hear the song That's every a day. big ass song. Dog. I hear the song every day. That song was kinda hard though, dog. It still is. That, that was a hard ass song. It's two years later, and I still hear it on the radio every day. Well, that's great for that nigga. I haven't heard one additional thing by that nigga, bro. Not at all. Who um, is he? Some nigga from like DC, Maryland. Or is he not like it's just he one dude? Yeah. It's just one dude from like uh the DMV. Uh best rap performance. These is pretty much the same songs. Be careful by Cardi B. Nice for What by Drake, King's Dead by Kendrick and them, Bubbling by Anderson Pack, and Sicko Mode by Travis Scott and Drake. Like these the best songs all, all year? It'll probably be Sicko Mode because Travis Scott album is still number one. And Sicko Mode just became number one last week. So I bet you they give it sick on But like them, these, these is the best, best songs, songs all, all year. All year round. These are the best songs. Again, you ask me, I'm gonna go King's Dead. Just cause that song is better than fucking "Be Careful" by Cardi B. Like, sorry, be careful. She didn't write that song. No, no. Fucking uh, Partisan Fontaine wrote that song. My nigga, party boy. That nigga be he got some joints too. Before he, he was writing, and he posted the shit on Instagram mm-hmm. before her album came out. Him singing it. I uh, we got best R and B album. Uh, for albums containing at least fifty one percent. Playing time of new R&B recordings. What the fuck? I don't know what that, that means. Mean? <laughs> uh, so you can't have a sample? No, I don't know. No, not under that. New R&B recordings. But we got honestly by Layla Hathaway. Haven't heard it, but shout out to Layla Hathaway. I do like Layla. Um, Good thing by Leon Bridges. I like that album, but I wasn't really considering it for no Grammy. Sex and Cigarettes by Tony Braxton. Didn't know she dropped the album. I did hear a single though. She smoked cigarettes? Probably. Um she, what she, she got? Don't she got some lupus sickle cell? She got baby. She go with baby Brian Williams. That's fucking crazy, nigga. Love should have brought Tony back from baby. But uh her uh her the her album. I'll give it to her. I'ma give it to her. And then PJ Morton for Gumbo Unplugged Live. I'm going to give it to her just because I like her. And then we got Best R&B Song. She was here last week, by the way. Yeah, I know. I heard her concert was amazing. I, I could not too. make it. I just got back in town that night. Um, but shout out to her. <clears throat> we got Best R&B Song, Come Through and Chill, J. Cole featuring Miguel, uh, produced by my nigga Salam Remy. Feels Like Summer, Donald Glover, Focus by her. Long as I live, you watch the Tony Braxton. Nope. Like who? 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 I don't fuck. Oh, and hold up, though. Probably the winner because all of her rats. 
Boot up, LMA. <laughs> when that shit's probably so gonna win. Maybe bro. I need to follow more celebrities on on socials. Yeah, because I only follow like people I know for the most part, and maybe like f- four or five. Because I don't be knowing when these niggas is coming into town. I don't be knowing <laughs> like when they drop new music. I got. I guess I gotta follow more people or something. Yeah, I um I don't watch the Grammys. I feel like on them awards show. I'm just not an award show nigga, man. Like they used to be dope back in the day. Like I'll be at the Detroit Hip Hop Awards in January. However. I fuck with that. Yeah, I'm not. Me and award shows don't really get down. I'm trying to find this uh, album of the year category just because I know it's some somebody we know in there, but I cannot. I thought you did that with the the, the Jet. No, no, no. That was best rap album. I'm trying to album oh. of the year. Yeah, the overall joint because I know it's a couple in there. But shouldn't best rap album be the album of the year since rap and hip hop is the dominant music? Uh, is popular music right now? You would think, right? Like it, statistically, like it is the most popular form of music. Oh yeah, they just announced that what a week ago or two weeks. Yeah. So um, like, like in the NBA, the MVP goes to the best player on the best team. Yeah, ninety nine percent of the time. Fam, there are so many fucking Grammy categories. Oh, Whitney Houston got nominated for uh, Stop It, Best Music Film. I actually like this category because. One of these should actually win. I ain't even gonna go through all the fucking uh, nominees. I'm a, well, Bobby we, Brown need to go on there for most best music <laughs> film. No, nah, best music film. The two who we should be rocking with, Whitney. Even though I didn't see it, my mom saw it. She said it was great. Um, and the Quincy documentary that's on Netflix. It I think that should win down. like easily. So shout out to Quincy Jones. Uh, where the fuck you is, watch that shit? Right? Hell yeah! It took how, me two days to watch that. How shit. could it not win? That shit was great. Uh, album of the year 2019. Let me just type that in. Um, yeah, I want to watch the Whitney shit though. I remember when that was at theaters, a lot of people told me that it was great. So, all right, album of the year nominees Invasion of Privacy, Cardi B. Was that uh, album that good? Cardi B, I'm gonna tell you what I liked about Cardi B's album because it was tailored to women, obviously. So, I wasn't like the uh, demographic for it, but the production across the board was pretty good, and Future's production is always pretty good. Yeah, yeah, but I don't mean yeah. I don't want it to be album of the year, but you know how they women rap artists that sort of take over, like the Nickies, the Lil Kim, like when they have that female rap moment, the world goes crazy and like everything they do is just like like Nicki done been nominated for some shit where I'm like dog Pink Print. The remix album? So that, I don't think that music should be separated into females. I agree. I agree. Female and male. Because yeah. the music is just music. Yep. And like you Rap is rap. Facts. I'm 100% with you, bro. Yo, we want all our women equal. That's it. Don't tell me best female R&B. Because her- This is going to be a theme yeah. when we get into this next topic. Yeah. Equality is equality. Equality is fucking equality. Across and don't tell board. me- her album, even though they giving me a, it's weird with them nominating the her her album because it technically came out like a year or two ago, but then she put it back out when it was part one and two together, and that's the one that they nominated. But uh, either way, her album is if I say that's my favorite R and B album of the year, that's it. That's it. Oh, not male, not female. Like that shit was just it. But let me go through these album of the year. Uh, Joints for the people who we know. So you got Cardi B, Scorpion by Drake, 
Her by Her and Dirty Computer by Janelle Monet. And oh, and then album of the motherfucking year, it did catch a nomination, the Black Panther soundtrack, nigga. I bet. So if Black Panther or Her don't win, I'm shooting shit up. So like it's certain artists that have always been like really good artists that make good music. Yeah. Um, but when I be trying to listen to their albums, I just don't be getting into them shits like that. Yeah. And like I think we give credit to these people because we 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 supposed to. Uh like like Janelle Monet, right? Yeah. She cold. I love Janelle Monet. I like some of the Talented music. Whatever. Shit. Yeah. I ain't never listened to no whole Janelle Monet project. I do. I don't. But I'm gonna tell you why I do. Cause I lived in Atlanta before niggas knew who Janelle Monet was. And I, during her come up. Like, I remember the first time I ever heard of Janelle Monet was at a little small local joint. She was uh, signing a big boy and shit. Yeah. Fucking with him, his wife, uh, Kim Porter, rest in peace. Like, they was kind of all backing her. Um, and she was at, dog, I can't remember. It used to be a little small hole in the wall club where all the dope R&B people came through. Like, the biggest names in R&B after they had a big show at Phillips Arena would still come through here and get you like a half hour set. Yeah. Uh, and they would have local acts open up for them until the big artists came. Janelle Monet opened up for, I want to say that might have been like Bilal or Jill Scott, um, maybe Chrisette Michelle. It was one of them. Uh, it wasn't Chrisette Michelle. I think it was Jill Scott. She opened at the little joint, and it was just dope. It was dope, and I loved her energy, and I love to see that she does have like worldwide national acclaim now. But I do feel you on like some of yes, these I artists. Know. I'm not trying to discount Jonelle Monet. Oh, 100 percent. Because she's is a talented as fuck, yeah, you know, artist or whatever. But I guess that was the name I heard, so that's the example that I yeah, use. Yeah, but yeah. like sometimes like the artists themselves are just really dope people. Yeah. And like you, they've made some of the greatest songs that you yeah. like, whatever. Like, but that don't mean that the album that they made this particular year is just was better. Album of the year. You know what I mean? I like, mean, shit, Gold Link, Mac- <laughs> Macklemore. When, oh she, when he beat out Kendrick oh for, God. you know what I'm saying? Like, just because you're supposed to like him don't mean that they should actually Yo, win. So, I, anyway. I know that Macklemore didn't, you can't give an award back that you were voted to win or whatever. He, 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 but sent, I, he, he sent his back via iMessage. I, I really appreciate him at least saying that, though, because I think even in his mind, he really knew. That man album was so much better than mine, dog. Like, don't y'all never in y'all life. Uh, that was white privilege at its finest. But anyway... Um, before we get into this next topic, do want to do a really quick shout out to some of our favorite women on the planet, the women of Insecure. So if you have not heard, Issa Rae is not the only one on Insecure doing her motherfucking thing right now. Uh, there are a lot of big things happening with the rest of the cast of Insecure. So we can start with Amanda Seals just because hers has been a little bit more publicized. Um, Amanda Seals has an HBO stand-up special coming out. If you aren't familiar with Amanda Seals before she was Tiffany on Insecure, uh, she replaced the poet in Floetry, um, the poetess. She does stand-up comedy. She's you ever heard her talk about that? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. Um, she used to be an MTV VJ. Amanda Seals has been around for a long time, man. And, uh, she... Currently does, you know, a lot of touring and she also has her podcast, uh, but it was announced that in January, January 26th at 10 p.m. So be there. I believe that's a Saturday. Amanda Seals has a stand up show called I Be Knowing and it is coming out, man. And I respect it, even though me and Amanda Seals don't always agree. 
on everything, uh, I think black, that's really dope. Black don't crack. Black do not crack, because she is fine as hell all these years later. Uh, Yvonne Orgy, a.k.a. Molly. It was just announced that she signed a book deal. Uh, the actress and comedian signed with Flatiron Books, who will be the publisher of her faith-based advice book titled Bamboozled by Jesus. <laughs> I don't know where Molly headed with that. I don't know. Uh, But shout out to Yvonne Orgy for getting her book deal. Oh, hang on. It's called Bamboozled by Jesus, How God Tricked Me into the Life of My Dreams and 20 Lessons I Learned Along the Way. So, all right, with a little more context. Yeah. Yeah, because I ain't just like them naming that Bamboozled by Jesus. But shout out to Molly. And then last but not motherfucking least, our girl, our favorite, Kelly a.k.a. Natasha Rothwell, has signed an overall deal with HBO and will be developing a project that she writes, produces, and stars in. I'm trying to sign an overall deal in 2019 uh, with a major network. Yeah. Shit, a minor network. A network. network. Uh, So 2019, check it out. Yeah, man. Uh, Shout out to the women of Insecure. Shout out to Jay trying to get this minor network deal. Uh, y'all put me and Jay on any network. We gonna get y'all bars, nigga. Factual. Every week. And we not. Oh, and then shout out to uh, Jesus and Mero real quick for making a reappearance on a Tyson Wilder fight last week. Front row and shit, uh, chilling. Yeah, man. That's they Showtime show. That's show that fun. Showtime. That's that is that Showtime money, nigga. Yeah, and that's a Showtime event. Hell yeah. It was perfect, so. dog. Um, They coming back. Though. I'm glad to see them back because for a minute they had got quiet after the announcement yeah. uh, when they left Vice. And I knew it, you know, it was going to happen. You got to go record. But and you gotta not do nothing for six months. Yeah, yeah. That non complete um, cause yep. causes. So shout out to Jesus and Mero, man, and uh, just shout out to Black people. Everybody that's winning, um, because we out here, man. It's it's a good year, and 2019 looks like it's gonna be even better. So shout out to us. And now we can get into the Kevin Hart shit. All right, man. You got the tweet. Uh, I got him. All right, but. And uh, so, <laughs> pause. <laughs> that sounded wild. Uh, <laughs> Holy shit. All right. Uh. Okay. Uh. Oh, no. Yeah, that's, that's not. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. Academy. Uh. And um, that call basically said, Kevin, apologize for your tweets of old or we're going to have to move on and find another host. Talking about the tweets from 2009, 2010. I chose to pass. I passed on the apology. The reason why I passed is because I've addressed this several times. This is not the first time this has come up. I've addressed it. I've spoken on it. I've said where the rights and wrongs were. I've said who I am now versus who I was then. I've done it. I've done it. I'm not going to continue to go back and, and tap into the days of old when I moved on and I'm in a completely different space in my life. The same energy that went into finding those old tweets could be the same energy put into finding the response to the questions that have been asked years after years after years. We feed in the internet trolls and we reward them. I'm not going to do it, man. I'm going to be me. I'm going to stay on my ground. Regardless, Academy, I'm thankful and appreciative of the opportunity. If it goes away, no harm, no foul. Well, there you have it from the man himself. Um, how you felt about that? Cat Williams was right. Mm. But that'd be a little bit deeper into that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I I agree with Kevin Hart. 
100%. And I'm glad he did not apologize for that. Um, I did read an apology from him. But I don't know if that was from the, the first time or the mm, second. You know what I'm saying? Got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what I'm saying. Yeah. Because it's like, I'm sorry about these two. Like, he was a. I saw that first. And I was yeah. like, why you step down and have to make this apology? And then I saw that video. So yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to, I was trying to look for the actual tweets that they brought back up just so I could read those verbatim. Uh, but in general, man, I'm glad so he did not apologize for that moment. Cause, oh, okay. Here it goes. He said in a 2011 tweet, yo, if my son comes home and tries to play with my daughter's dollhouse, I'm going to break it over his head and say it in my voice. Stop. That's gay. In 2010, he tweeted that someone's profile pic that he was arguing back and forth with on Twitter looked like a gay billboard for AIDS. (laughs) 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 In in another 2009... Am I wrong for laughing at that? Because I never heard that before. (laughs) (laughs) And in another 2009 tweet... He called a Twitter heckler a fat face fag. <laughs> now, Kevin Hart used to be funny. <laughs> I still think Kevin funny. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> a fat face fag. All right. So these were the tweets that were brought back up and sent to the Motion Picture Academy that uh, ended up having them literally hours after they announced he would be the host of this year's Oscar Awards. Uh, the Motion Picture Academy asked him to apologize for these tweets to keep his job and he made that statement uh, that Jay just played. Uh, nigga, suck my whole dick. Basically. And hold the boss while you're doing it. God damn it. But send a girl, not a dude. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm not a fat face fat. That's basically what Kevin Hart told the oh, niggas. Uh, yeah, we might not get on no major network. But <laughs> me, catch me and Jay on the minor networks. Um, Yo, I feel like I'm with Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart is literally, to this day, right now, at this moment, the biggest comedian in the world. That's just a fact. Whether you like him or not, whether you support his shit or not, whether you think he's funny or not, he's the biggest comedian and one of the biggest movie stars in the world. His company, Heartbeat Productions, has financed a majority of the movies that he's in. And he said it a long time ago on Breakfast Club that no matter what movie he's in and what studio he does it with, Heartbeat Heartbeat Production will have something to do with my part in that film. So I'm going to make money off this shit regardless. I don't give a fuck who movie it is. So Will Packer, shout out to you and Ice Cube. This is still going through me some way, somehow. Kevin Hart has enough money, enough fame, enough popularity. He got through the cheating scandal without pretty much a Scratch on them, dog, and that's you can disrespect the black woman, but you better not disrespect the oh, LGBTQ community. Cause he ain't lose not one job for cheating on his girl, his wife, his queen with that white girl who snuck and filmed it and should have been arrested, and who drugged him. Uh huh. Taking advantage of our black kings. No, like in real life. Yeah. No. Like her statement was, "We had him so." Drunk and, up. and high yep. that he didn't, he was not able to see the camera when I set he it up. You ain't see me setting that shit up. So you had sex with a person who was under the. She influence? admitted to rape and like, sexual no, that's assault. Rape. That's sexual assault. I can't tell. She admitted to it. I can't put a video of a woman up and say, oh man, she was so fucking high. She ain't see me to put. No, you can't You're do going that. To fucking prison. That man. wasn't a, that wasn't a storyline though. The uh-uh. storyline. Oh, you cheated. Yeah. Because when I want to put you in check, little nigga, 
I got something over your head that I can I can control you because the 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 beast and the evil that controls Hollywood, which mm-hmm. Kevin, I mean, which uh, Cat Williams was alluding to when he yep. was doing all that shit. It's like y'all, you can't control me. I run outside of the system. Yeah, but like. If you the darling boy of the system, mm-hmm. they will always have an opportunity to control you and control the narrative. And that's what's happening to him right now. Yep. But I, I love that, at least in this moment, Kev took that first step into saying, no, I'm not letting y'all control me. I'm not apologizing for this to keep this job. I'm not apologizing again. That y'all just asked. Yeah, I apologize for it. Because you already yeah. apologized for yeah. this shit. I apologize. That you should not have then. Yeah. But, to an extent, I don't know. Yeah, but I'm not gonna let y'all tell me that in order for me to come host this program that y'all asked me to host. Y'all asked me. I didn't come to y'all. That stop. That's gay. Yeah, he put that shit. That's in, one in of a stand up. His funniest one. Did y'all watch? S- seriously funny. Have y'all seen seriously funny? That was nigga? 2010, fam. The but funniest just one. Shaq in the front yep, row. Like, yep, that one in Cleveland. Yeah, nigga, that was the funniest one. Shaq on the Cavaliers was the worst shit in America, <laughs> nigga, but that's another story. Like, uh, but yeah, Shaq and Brown right there in the front row, the whole Cavs team, that's definitely his funniest stand-up by far. Stop. And That's gay. Like, that's, no. that's why he even referenced it, like, I'm going to say it in my voice. Like, that's a joke. So It's a bit. I respect him saying, you know what? Fuck that. This was part of my show. Um, it was a tweet that I tweeted eight, nine years ago, depending on which tweet y'all want to focus on the most. But more importantly, dog, leaving y'all asked me if y'all wasn't going to vet and look at all my shit that I've ever said in my life to decide whether I would be deemed an appropriate comic or not, then don't ask me. But once you ask me and I accept and then you tell me, oh, wait, now niggas is mad. So we're going to ask you to apologize. Fuck out of here, nigga. Do we like cheaters? The show? No. In general. No. Why not? No. I don't do cheaters. Like what I'm saying, like in general, like... um, if you want to have sex with a lot of women, yep, that's your own personal choice. Facts. People can stand for you or against or you. Or against you. I can make a statement like, I don't like cheaters. Cheaters yep. are the scum of the earth. Yep. I don't know. There's nothing wrong with you having sex with whoever you want to. Yep. Whether you're in a relationship or not, as long as you're not legally married, like there's nothing against the law about that shit, right? Yeah. It's a personal preference. It's a personal choice. What you choose to do with your body. And if a person likes it or if a person dislikes it, mm-hmm. they can voice their opinion of it. If I want, if I say when I grow up, I don't want my son to be a cheater. I don't want my daughter to be a cheater. I want them to be with one person and one person only. Yeah. That's your personal opinion. And guess what? Somebody might say when I grow up, I want my son to have all the hoes. Yep. I want him to have sex with as many people as he wants to. Yeah. That's a personal de- cho- choice. That's a personal opinion. If that man say when I grow up, I don't want my son to be gay. That's a personal choice. That's his personal opinion. Some people are for it. Some people are against it. There's nothing wrong with either mm-hmm. way. There's nothing criminal with it either way. But you have a personal choice to do whatever. It's so, a choice. And you should not be chastised because you don't like a personal choice. What I like is that Nick Cannon, did you see what he did? Uh-uh. So Nick Cannon pulled up some old tweets from a few people who have also been Oscar hosts. Uh, recently, some women Oscar hosts, Chelsea Handler, or no, pardon me, they weren't, uh, not all of them hosted Oscars. I think only Amy Schumer and maybe Sarah Silverman. But anyway, Nick Cannon pulled up some old tweets and said, I think this is interesting. Uh, and he posted tweets from Amy Schumer, Sarah Silverman, and Chelsea Handler. 
in one tweet, Chelsea Handler. Just off ripped them three names. Is- you already know what the heat is. Out. In one tweet, Chelsea Handler called someone a fag bird. I don't know what a fag bird is, but same word Kevin Hart just got in trouble for. Uh, in another tweet, um, Amy Schumer was arguing with someone online um, and said, enjoy Skyfall, you fag. I don't know what she was <laughs> talking about, but she called somebody a fag. And then Nick, <laughs> in the middle of dropping all these tweets, Nick said, I'm just saying, can we keep going? Yeah, we should. Uh, then he pulled up a tweet by Sarah Silverman. And do, 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 do. Sarah Silverman, who recently said, that she cringes at some of the material she did 10 years ago. Um, But she wrote, I don't mean this in a hateful way, but the new Bachelorette's a fag. Talking about the guy on the show, The Bachelorette. Or, I don't know, I don't watch The Bachelorette. Um, And I fucking love Wreck-It Ralph. I don't really know what that might have to do with anything. Either way, dog, a lot of these women, uh, young white women, young white comedian women, so listen. have said a lot of shit with the word fag in it, and they didn't get in trouble. And I bet you they could host the Oscars if they wanted them to. Uh, much respect to Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon gets a bad credit. This is just get a raw deal. Everybody call Nick lame, but Nick cool as shit, bro. Go follow Nick's YouTube page. Mm. He does these things yep. called Cannon's Classes. Yep. Uh, or Cannon's class, and he uh, because you know he's in school right now. He goes to Howard, I yeah. think, and uh, he has the uh, African American, the the all around smart black guy. Because I'm about to fuck his title up. Yeah, uh, he's there, and he does one with him. He did one with like Angela Rye. He did one with a bunch of local speakers and things of that nature, and they just break down different things, broke down why he wore the term. Like, he doing a lot of different shit in the mm-hmm. community and doing it the right way, and he get a lot of flack for it. So I, I much respect, and I appreciate him for doing that. Cannon's yeah. Class, YouTube. Go find it. You're welcome. Yeah. I, um, I appreciate Nick for... One, Nick has always, even when y'all was telling him he was the lamest nigga ever, Nick has always been about his business. That's first. Uh, but two, more importantly, man, recently Nick has been on. The only shit I didn't really rock with Nick for uh, was that shit with Kanye and Kim recently. He said something back in the summer uh, when Kanye was on the Trump wave and Nick jumped in there and said something about Kim Kardashian because they used to date. Presumably yeah. they he used was to on fuck. Vlad and Vlad yeah. was asking him questions. I, I just felt like in general, like Nick, you bigger than that right now. Like in your your movement right now and all the things that you're discussing are way bigger than because that was like some Ray J shit. Like don't jump in there on that. Other than that, man, I feel like Nick just these last few years, dog, he he doing his hove, dog. He turning into, yo, boy, I'm I'm smart. I'm black, I'm successful, and I'm going to speak out. When they kicked that nigga off, what channel was he on? NBC? NBC? Yeah, when they kicked him off NBC for questioning some of the shit they had going on, for tweeting about some of his black experiences, Nick was like, you know what, fuck y'all, man. I don't need this job. I like that stance, and that's the same stance I feel like he's supporting in Kevin Hart right now. Kevin Hart's like, yo, I don't need that. Yes, this was a goal of mine. As a comedian, this is probably a lot of motherfuckers' goals. But y'all not finna tell me what to do, bro. Like, I apologized for the statement years ago. I'm not giving y'all another apology just to fucking shuck and jive with you niggas, dog. For a job I don't need, nigga. So listen, it's about equality, right? We, Facts. We, we touched on that earlier. Facts. Well, if we gonna be truly equals, fam, you not exempt from no fucking jokes. 
Facts. You're not a protected class of person that we can never to- tell jokes about. If I can be told jokes on from my height, anything, anything you can think of, I can be cracked on. You can too. Yep. Like it, you don't get to you. You don't get to pick and choose which parts you want to be equal on. Can we get it? Can we get the same shit across the board for everybody? If that's gonna be the case. Yeah, I've never really been like, uh, you know, oh, you can't joke on a certain like demographic or you can't joke joke on a certain class of people because um, that's all it is. These jokes, you know what I'm saying? These joke. My job as a comedian is to stand up here. Now, yeah, you might get a heckler, you know what I'm saying, now and then, but like when it comes to this big national scale that, oh, if you've ever said anything about a gay person or you've ever said anything about a black person or if you've ever said anything about a woman, you know what I'm saying? Man, you might have a physical handicap, and guess what? You're not exempt for these jokes because you can crack jokes. Hey. I can crack jokes. I got niggas who and grew up with... Who who may have a, had a physical yeah. handicap, and we treated them motherfucker to the point where I forget that they had one. Yeah, because I don't look at that shit. But when it's time to get these jokes off, everybody, I'm nobody off limits. I'm gonna let them off, like, and that's the thing, bro. I don't mean this seriously. I'm not, and I'm not coming at the whole fucking world. I'm coming at my audience who I want to make laugh. And if you don't find this particular joke funny, that's fine. I'm sure I have a thousand more. We talking about three tweets since Kevin Hart been on Twitter. But you got to, and like the basis of my job is to try something. I'm going to try this. I'm going to say it and you're going to laugh. Now you can say, hey, that's not a funny joke. Okay, fool. Cool. But I got the right to make the joke. Like that's that's the inherent right. Like I get the right to make the joke. We in a welcome to America, man. We're freedom of speech ain't free, bro. Say what you want. So you're going to get in trouble for it. Even if you ain't say shit like that. I don't know. I, I just what's don't the see. Point? And that's a great question. What's the cutoff point? So like, fine. There is no cutoff point. If yep. you said in the past, you're responsible for it. Yep. So let's take these, these slave owners off of our, our money. Cause these, mm. what did mm. Dave Chappelle say? Like, nigga, these is uh slavery's greatest hits, uh, trading cards. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. take these people off our money. Yeah. Take these take these people off of the... Why are we naming libraries after these slaveholders? You see how mad... Why uh, Macomb? Why Macomb? The city of Macomb and that area. Why is it Macomb when Macomb family was one of the racist families in in Michigan? You like, see how so mad much, they be getting when, uh, when, like, the monuments and statues of all these, like, Civil War heroes. These niggas wasn't heroes. They was fucking slave owners. They was racist. Some of these they niggas was, was on the other side. Nigga, I'm from the other side. I'm from down south. I'm from Alabama. Like, it be a fucking uproar when they talk about, oh, we're going to remove the Confederate flag from this building, or we're going to remove the statue of this whatever from this building, because he was the fucking most right. Ra- and then, next thing you know, you got a whole... When, do, when, do, when, when does it cut off? Because... Yeah, yeah. Because... The, half of the government shut down on Wednesday to praise George W. H. W. Bush Sr., right? Biggest crack dealer in America. I mean, but you you was in the head of the CIA when mm-hmm. the CIA decided to sell crack cocaine to yep. to the to South Central and Watts in, in California. Like yep. y'all did that. You empowered Freeway Ricky Ross for the destruction of the black family. Yep. There's two eras in this country. BC before, before crack. crack. The whole world changed before and after crack. He was also the head of the CIA when Martin Luther King was assassinated, when when JFK was assassinated, when all these assassinations and shit happened, like you was the hurt. So when does... Of some of the greater men... When does our memory... What's the cutoff point? Yeah. Is it 10 years? Is it 20 years? You tell me when the cutoff point, and I'm going to go snatch all y'all heroes from you because I know there's dirt there. 
Oh, that's a hundred percent fact. What's fucked up too? With uh, when you're thinking about it from the cutoff point, is exactly what Jay just said. If you tell me the cutoff, I will find something on every single person we have ever upheld, every single person we have ever, uh, you know, sort of held in this light and and given this like grandiose uh, applause to. And and you know, we you can't you can't tell me that a joke or a statement or a tweet from a decade ago is all of a sudden the worst shit in the world when it's people who've committed crimes, committed murders, committed... Committed treason against Treason com- against... And we're Country, fucking... Company, same difference. These niggas are heralded. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're we're fucking putting them on a pedestal. And, you know, all oh, the world is, is in this great mourning with the loss of President George W. Bush. And it's like, eh, I ain't mourning the other day. I was actually mad I couldn't go to the post office because it's the Christmas season and I got gifts to send off to my fucking grandmother and my aunt. So I wasn't mourning. I was pissed that I got to go back to the post office the next morning. I was pissed and I had to deal with uh, FedEx. I had to mm-hmm. explain to them niggas mm-hmm. that they're not actually Federal Express. Yeah, you're not a government and you don't, entity. You, you don't need to shut down yeah. on Wednesday because I paid $45 to have my, my package, give me my, my camera lens here. Give me my shit, you trying to tell me it gonna, it's not going to be there till Friday because no. of... No, nigga, no. you're not Federal. No, I'm going to need my package, fam. Thank you and God bless. So, yeah, man. Is I'm Dollar not- General a part of the, the Army? No, nigga. <laughs> it's just the... <laughs> fuck out of here. Dollar General be fucking lying anyway. Went in there, some shit was like seven dollars. I was like, dollar if y'all don't suck my dick. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm not mad at Kevin Hart. I'm glad he didn't take the job. Speaking of which, and this was a question that I actually thought to myself the other day after thinking about the Kevin Hart thing, because uh, I was watching something else and we were talking about pro football. And somebody on ESPN was saying, like, you know, it's still a shame that Colin Kaepernick isn't working. And, you know, all these teams have all these needs at quarterback. And the Redskins have all these injuries. And they need a quarterback. And Mark Sanchez got signed. He not to answer, blah, blah, blah. Even if Colin Kaepernick was offered a job, I don't think he could take it at this point. I mean, been on a football two years now. Yeah. Like, I ain't been hit in two years. Hey. Like, shit didn't change. Now, now I'm not qualified, probably. Yeah. Because I know, and it's funny because... He and his girlfriend, uh, Ness, they always talk about how he's still training. Yeah. But I'm like, live football speed and training are different. And at no point have you combined your training with live football, professional football. You ain't on that field, bro. But more importantly, I think from a social standpoint, if he was finally offered a job, I think he got to pull out Kevin Hart. Like, yo. I'm straight. I appreciate the offer, but I'm really all right. I'm really like Nike got me. Lions don't got no no backup needs. No, or I no. Watch, I haven't watched football in two years. My life has been perfectly fine. I thought it was gonna yeah. be more difficult than what yeah. it is. I'm good. I ain't I ain't uh, I just I feel like he and can't. I don't watch ESPN like that no more. ESPN just don't got a lot of good shows, and it's fucked up because a lot of the good shows are on Fox. I blame now, e- but I, I, don't like I blame Fox. ESPN for this though. Uh, I see that for the whole Colin Kaepernick I see that. thing. Because ESPN went out of their way and they explained every time somebody took a knee, they did a close up on them. And then all week they told you who didn't take a knee. Uh Like y'all blew, y'all fan the flames of this shit. Countless stories, countless shows and everything. Like y'all flan the flames of this and made it a bigger issue than what it was. Let that man keep sitting because he said the year before he was kneeling. But y'all wasn't hip to it. So y'all didn't make it a big deal. Like. I blame yeah. them for that shit too, man. So I don't fuck with them like that, dog. 
I just, um, I don't know. I, I feel like if somebody said, Colin, nigga, we'll give you a fucking $80 million. And I also feel like if somebody offered him a contract right now, it would be because of what we just said. They know he's not in football shape. So right now they're going to make a seat. So now we gonna, this is why. He sucks now. And this is why nobody signed. Because they was already on that. Because he had, when he was playing, he had kind of had a slump. Well, he, you know what he, was, he came off injury. He came off six games. Yeah. And then y'all was like, and then they him. benched him. Like, look at this. Yeah, they benched the nigga, and it was like, oh, see, he just had that one year, but these running quarterbacks can't play, and da da da. Mike Vick was an anomaly and all that shit. And uh, yeah, I feel like now they would try to do it to make an example. So, more reason why I feel like he shouldn't even give him the fucking uh, the pleasure of taking that job. But anyway, man, Kevin Hart. Keep doing what you're doing, brother. It's um, you know, it's a lot of people out here that's gonna try to, no matter what, when you blacking on top, they gonna try and come get you, dog. And if they gotta get a resurfaced tweet, they gonna do that. Fuck them. So, I just think, dog, we gotta take a. Um, I mean, I, I might as well just. I'm, I'm, I'm really. I might as well just not say this shit, but because it's never gonna happen. <laughs> I ain't know what you love to say. But like, when certain entities and certain people or certain groups decide that they don't want to fuck with people that we fuck with because of things that they said if that's gonna be your stance just let them i just want you to know that applies for all of us Mm. so guess what grammys i'm not fucking with your shit Mm. if you don't want to support nfl if you don't want to support colin that's the stand that you made you got every right to guess what i'm not supporting you support you and like so when you turn away that one person, yeah. just know the other, it should be, just know that the other 13 million or 13% of us or whatever, we going to. Yeah. And honestly, man, the Oscars, if I'm being 100, again, say what you want Grammys, about Kevin Oscars, Hart. whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, No, it's all the same entity at the end of the day, man. But uh, say what you want about Kevin Hart and these tweets, but y'all weren't going to get better ratings than you would have with Kevin Hart up there because Kevin Hart brings white people. He's safe to white folks. So all the people who normally watch the Oscars were going to watch the Oscars like they normally do. But the black people who may not have watched the Oscars would have watched because Kevin Hart was up there. I watched when Chris Rock got host. Yep. Well, I watched the first portion. Yep. I'll watch that or shit. Wait, see that little opening monologue and shit. Yeah, yeah or I wait till the next day and, and on YouTube and watch them. They put them all together. Oh, I can see Chris Rock. I get a free Chris Rock show. Yeah, you like, know what I'm saying. Yo, Chris, I need Chris Rock to give me an HBO special real quick. Them Netflix joints, I wasn't really, you know. But uh, either way, man. So um, let's just, but let's just say this. Yeah, I understand what Kevin Hart was saying in those tweets. One hundred percent. They were joking. I don't think that that's how he feels. I don't think nope. he feels that uh, people. I don't think they feel gay people are are less than yeah. or and or he like not he hitting his son if he come home and say he like, gay like come on bro like, like I, that's a joke I get it boom 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 but yeah. let's just say you thought that at one point right and nine ten years later yeah you don't believe that no more right and you have been delivered <laughs> right because like we be sitting here and preaching to white I'm folk. not gay no more like so look <laughs> you sit here and preaching to white folks about equality and justice and everything like that and let's say you change them yeah boom i'm a changed person you gonna still hold my old fucked up ways against me i'm a changed man look at the range fam i got a whole new game plan like bro cam tried to tell you nigga i grow up that's the point of growing up is to allow me to grow up nigga but if you gonna hold me over the coals for some shit i did before i grew the fuck up kevin hart back in 09 010 he still wasn't this he wasn't this current kevin hart bro like 
I don't know. Don't kill a man for his past. Kill a man for what he's doing right now. If he not doing that shit right now, cool. If he told y'all before all this, yo, my bad for them tweets. Y'all can you can delete tweets all day. They can still be pulled back up. So if I've apologized and deleted them tweets from oh nine, I got a service that deletes my tweets. Uh, every 14 days Man. So anytime that you go search for my shit You only gonna see Man. the last two weeks of shit I said Man. I don't need you niggas but we, some old shit. but we know how the internet work Your shit somewhere still in some cloud yeah. On earth or off earth They storing this shit in fucking because Mars on the, on, If you go to twitter.com yeah. You type in that somebody at name yep. Space and a word yeah. It's gonna search every time yep. Boom. So next time I wanna yep. see Let me go find George Bush And no, I'll say, let me go find, uh, what's a white comedian? Bill Maher mm. and the word black. Yeah. Right? So Bill Maher and black. And I just go through, I'm going to find something that you said about black people. That's a fact, nigga. He probably said, uh, back when I dated Corinne Stephens, black ass, mm. or Heather Hunter. That nigga was dating mad nasty, bro. It's, uh, anyway, man, Kevin Hart, dog, keep doing what you're doing. You're gonna be invited to host way more shit. Go back and host the fucking BET Awards. They could use the ratings. Um, like you gonna you gonna so Malcolm X was uh, assassinated when he was forty years old. Facts. Are you gonna judge him for his twenty two year old point of view? Oh, we don't want to judge Detroit Red nigga. You know what I'm saying? He ain't believing none of that shit Malcolm believed in. Bro. So at, at twenty two and at forty, yeah. Come on, fam. I'm 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 36 years old. Ten years ago, bro. At at 25, 26, I was wow. I had different opinions on different shit. If and you, you can't judge me on shit I did ten years ago. If you would have judged me Unless at 22, you can't judge me on beliefs I held um, at that. Now, if that, I physically did yeah, some yeah. shit to you, you, you might still could, did that you could shit. Might, yeah. But just because this is the way I thought, I thought yeah. things were this way ten years ago. I don't think that way now. Yeah. No, 10 years ago, you would have judged me and thought that I had some hoes. But 10 years later, you realize I ain't got no hoes. <laughs> so um, don't judge me on when you thought I had hoes because I can tell you right now, I ain't got no hoes. Um, and Kevin Hart is not homophobic, I don't believe. And I don't believe that these tweets were meant homophobically. I don't mean they or I don't believe they were meant to offend anybody. And I just don't think there was any sort of malice behind anything he said, man. It was just, it was some tweets, bro. He's a comedian. He was going back and forth with niggas on Twitter. If you go pull up some of my old Instagram and Facebook joints back when I used to wild out, which they might do when me and Jay get on this minor network, remember that I said it right now, nigga. I'm not sorry, nigga. Fuck y'all. Antwood, This Week in Culture, Jay Johnson, episode 24. Not sorry. <laughs>